What's up, Mets fans? Welcome back to Orange and Blue Thing, Season 2 out here in Hopog, Long Island. I'm joined tonight by Trevor Gill, your first time on the show. It is. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. No problem. I love everything the Seven Line does, <laughs> represents. Even right now, I know we're going to get into it, but uh, it's so fun to be here. Yeah, welcome here. aboard. You, you, know, you were found from the audition process. The, the Seven Line kind of held their own little... American Idol, if you will, over the past, uh, I guess, two weeks now. A hundred and something people tried out, and uh, you're the first one taking swings here in the seat, so welcome aboard. But uh, before we do that, can we cheers, dude? It's my first beer in like two weeks. Let's do it. So let's have a little beer. We're not going to say what's in this cup until someone wants to pay us, but... It's beer. It's beer. (laughs) It's good. Mm. See, I don't know if you watched last week, but that tastes delicious. Uh, I've been having a little bit of stomach issues. I've been basically on, like, veggies... And fruit for like two weeks. So I've been hitting the toilet pretty often. <laughs> <laughs> a little TMI, but how's that going? It's pretty good. I yeah. mean, you might get a, a whiff of it in here in a little bit, but you know, oh. I, I'm hmm. feeling a little lighter these days. But anyway, <laughs> Orange and Blue thing is being renamed Orange and Blue Balls this week. The Mets can't score if their life depended on it. So I kind of feel like I'm back in like the high school days where, you know, you're a little backed up. But uh, <laughs> the boys have to start swinging again. And, you know, when the pitching's great, the bats suck. When the, when the bats are good, the pitching sucks. So. We're kind of in a little bit of a predicament here, but I think the fans at home want to know a little bit more about you because I'm going to rely heavily on the fans' uh, input on this process because if you know anything about the seven line, we try to keep the fans as involved in po- as possible, um, involved as possible in the decision making process. That's why we go certain places with the army, why we make certain products. You know, we listen heavily to the fans. So I want them to know who you are, and you know, take this next hour as like a little bit of an audition. Uh, I forgot to press record, which sucks, but now I pressed record. Um, so why don't, why don't you tell the fans a little bit about you? Like, how, What's your background in this? I know you did a little bit of radio in, in college. Yeah, absolutely. My name is Trevor Gill. Um, I'm 25 years old. I'm from Austin, New York originally, uh, now living in Astoria, New York, uh, in Queens. And um, first and foremost, I'm a Mets fan, um, diehard. My grandpa, as you can see up there, was an usher at Chase Stadium. I wasn't supposed to be up there yet. Hold on. Uh, there you go. There it goes. Um, <laughs> my, usher, my grandpa was an usher at Shea Stadium from 1964 to 2005. Uh, he's no longer with us. But um, some of my earliest memories um, as a Mets fan was going to games, sitting in the upper deck, buying like $10 seats, then sneaking down third, fourth inning um, and moving down to uh, my grandpa's section around third base. Uh, I went to Syracuse University and uh, did a lot of broadcasting and radio stuff there. Um, I had a radio show in high school, as you mentioned, where I had a lot of... You also did something like in your basement, right? Yeah, that was my, my original show. How old were you, like 14? 14, uh, Chatterblog. A shout out to the Chatterblog listeners, the day ones, uh, they know. Um, and yeah, we had like Mike Greenberg on, Marcellus Wiley, Matt Cerrone came on, all these big name you know, guys. I think they kind of thought I was like a cute little 14-year-old kid. <laughs> um, I kind of used that as my Did they come to card. your parents' basement or was no, it like was Skype a, or something? I'll, I'll call in. Um, nice. Yeah, and it was a ton of fun. That kind of got me into it. When I was 13, um, I emailed Jay Horowitz, and uh, actually a little older than 13, maybe 15 in high school, and he gave me a press pass to cover the Mets for a day in high school for my high school newspaper. So that was incredible. And so you like in the press box? Yeah, I was there. Um, got to like you know interview some players, go to the press conference. Were you in the locker room? Uh, I didn't. I wasn't able to get into the locker That's room. That's pretty sick though, because like you know what? It, like a lot of people. Not to cut you off in the middle of your thought there, but a lot of people applied for this, and I knew within like 10, 15 seconds of watching these videos if I was going to watch the whole thing, because mm-hmm. a lot of people had the same, the same. You know, I'm a Mets fan. Like we're all Mets fans. I get it. But like, what do you want to bring to the table? And you know, you came with skits. You came with segments, <laughs> which we're going to get to in a second. You followed up with some extra videos. You made a little song parody, which we put up yesterday. We can't play it on the show because it's a it's a song. We'll get flagged on Facebook. So you went the extra mile, and then when you bring up that you. You email Jay Horowitz as a 15-year-old trying to get a press pass. You're just hustling, you know, and that's what I like. That's what you know. That's what that's what I try to do, you know. Try to like never settle for okay. Try to like do the extra mile, and that's what you've been doing. And that's why you're here right now. But you know, it's funny. I don't know if I told Lizzie about this. You actually, I don't know if you direct Shout message outs to Lizzie. Thanks. Uh, oh, sorry about that. Lizzie's here. If you want to call 631-388-5195 while we're kind of doing uh, what is this chat? Not chat roulette. Uh, speed dating here. I feel like we're on a speed dating show, but um, <laughs> I hope it's going well. <laughs> when Orange and Blue things started, did you direct message Keith Blacknick or email? Yeah. So the first time I- I've followed, you know, what you guys have done forever, and once you started getting more into the media side and doing the podcast and show live show, um, I yeah, I immediately email or message Keith on Twitter. At the time, you guys didn't really need any help, but 
you know, even from day one, I was really wanting to be it's, a part of this. It's great how that works out because, yeah. like, we kind of didn't put the casting call out until two weeks ago, and then it comes to be that Keith actually hit me up today, and he's like, "I recognize this kid." Like, I recognize. <laughs> I keep saying "kid," you're 25, but you know, when I'm almost 40, you're a kid. <laughs> so uh, he's like, "This dude actually hit me up last year." So it's you know, you you put in the work already. So I'm I'm glad you're here. Thanks. Um, you're a man of many skills, but somebody wants to know if you can bat. Can you um, hit? I can bunt, and the Mets can't right now, so maybe I could bunt. You know, from looking at your videos, too, when you walked in, I was like, oh, I wonder how tall this dude is. And what are you, six foot? Six, six and a half. So I'm My six, mom will say six one. I'm six two. So like, when I'm out somewhere, I'm like, I feel like I'm one of the tallest guys in the room. And when I was watching your video, I was like, this guy seems a little short. And then you walked in, I was like, oh, shit, this guy's like a real, this is a man. <laughs> yes, I am a man, everyone. So tell me about uh, college. You said you did the, the radio gig, and you yeah. actually sent some of your stuff. They called it the Z Morning Zoo. Is that allowed? Uh, well, it was WJPZFM in Syracuse, Z89. Um, I forget exactly. Well, the Z Morning it, Zoo was like a Z100 thing. Yeah, I mean, I think we were affiliated somehow with the same company. So I think we, yeah, we were allowed. We oh, were, good. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so it wasn't like trademark infringement. No, there. no. But uh, yeah, and I did a, a show, a weekly show for the, the Z89, like sports department. Um, talking mo- mostly Syracuse sports, but always would try to get the Mets and Jets. I'm a Jets fan too. I just like your skits Rough. though, dude. Like you had a crew up there, uh, call, uh, something humor, humor, whore. humor, whore. yeah. Humor so we would do like parody song, parodies, videos. I like the anything. icicle one. Were you in a frat? Uh, I was not. No, okay. no. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really big in frats, so <laughs> so good for you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you did touch on um, something that we will get to in a second about your grandfather, but uh, you did come up with a little segment in your second audition video. I asked you to come up with a segment, and you actually called it The Sevens, something that you wanted to kind of bring into the show or, or see if the fans were into it. So why don't you hit him off with what you, whatever you're calling it? Yeah, so t- this week I'm just going to call it kind of The Seven, The Seven Facts or Seven Stats that are kind of telling the story of the New York Mets right now. And as you know, I mean... We're having a good time here, but deep down, I think we're both pretty uh, upset about how the Mets have been playing lately. I think we all are. Yeah. So these (laughs) are every single Mets fan. (laughs) Yeah. So these are the seven kind of stats storylines going on right now with the New York Mets. At number one, sixteen and thirty in the last forty-six games, three and eleven in the last thirteen games, and they've lost uh, four straight, as we know, four straight series to the Brewers, Braves, Cubs, and Orioles. That's not good, right? It's not what you'd consider a good thing. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, they started so hot, which we're going to talk about later, and now what they've done, again, 16 and 30 last 46 games. At number two, 11 hits in the last three games combined. Uh, they had five hits yesterday, I believe three hits the other game, and then three hits before that. So 11 in the last three games. That's not too pretty either. Um, and they're hitting just 141 combined as a team uh, in the last week which then segues perfectly into number three. Uh, speaking of 141, that's what Jose Reyes is batting right now. We're going to talk about Reyes later, um, what they should do about him, but I think you kind of know where I'm leaning towards. I think yeah. we're all leaning towards, but uh, that's pretty bad. Um, then at number four, um, the Mets have scored two runs in the last four games combined. That's tied for the fewest runs in a four-game stretch in franchise history. But the last time that happened was 2015. How about so, that? I don't so you're know. saying this is a good thing? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. And this week, anything, we got to spin anything to a good thing because right, right, right. there's not too much that's good. Um, at number five, they've lost eight straight at home for the first time since 2013. That was May of 2013. Um, you know, City Field, we all love it, but it hasn't been pretty there recently. At number six, Subway Series coming up again. We're going to be talking about that later as well. Yankees have a 66 and 46 career record um, all time against the Mets, and they've won four straight. Jacob Degrom looks to change that uh, tomorrow night. And then at number seven, this is a fun one. This is from uh, ESPN Stats and Info. My buddy Troy Perlowitz. Um, the Mets are the third team in MLB history to be at least 10 games above 500 before their 15th game of the season, and then five games below 500 before their 60th game of the season. So they went from really good to really bad really fast. So what you're basically saying is you gave seven stats of how shitty this team is right now. So it's like anyone watching at home is like, just keep piling it on. Tell me another one, Trevor. Why do they suck so much? Well, on the good side, those two other teams, uh, the 2002 Indians, 2009 Marlins. The Marlins finished 87 and 75 that year. So... That was a good turnaround for them. Listen I'm to this trying to stat. give you something. I read something from Carabas, a Barstool guy. I don't know if you if you follow Barstool guys, yeah, but yeah. Uh, Carabas, he's a big uh, Red Sox fan. He said 
the Red Sox are doing so good now. If they play 500 ball from here on out, they still win 93 games. So, you know, the, if you want to think of stats, I mean, you know, the Mets have been pitching great over the past six games, and they haven't won a game. So a lot of shit's been going on. A lot of losing has been going on. And obviously the fan base is pretty fed up uh, with what's been going on. Because after you start 11-1, and one, you don't expect this, you know, a month and a half later to be playing the way they've been playing. And I actually tweeted something a couple of days ago on my Twitter account. It, back in April when we were playing so great, I was, you know, crawling to bed late at night. My wife would say, hey, did they win? I'd wake her up. And say, yeah, of course they won. Yeah, so, and now, like, June 1st, is she, you know, last night or last afternoon when I got on from work, did they win? Uh, no, of course they didn't win. Yeah. So it's like if they win now, it's going to be like a surprise. Right. But it's, it's, it's depressing. Yeah, I mean, and the Mets. At least that, we got beer. Yeah, that's all we got right now. It, the, the extremes of the highs and lows as a Mets fan is always kind of in the back of our minds. And this season, more than ever, I mean, with the, all these stats that kind of show – that's exactly what it was. I mean, we thought, wow, this team is amazing. You know, they're never going to lose a game. Now we're never going to win a game. It's like, can't we just win one, lose one? You know, you know what it is? You know, winning yeah, 11-1 is great, but winning series is what you really need to do all season. Right, and, right. you know, when things like that are going on, obviously the pessimists are out there like, this isn't going to last. And guess what? They were right. But, um, you know, I always try to be as optimic, optimistic as possible. I've always kind of just been bred that way. Yeah. I've, I've always had positive mental attitude. And... Um, I try to translate that into everything with my life, and unfortunately, it doesn't work out that way when you th- talk about sports. But you did bring up, uh, you know, the story about your grandfather, so I want to let you touch on that again because you and I have very similar stories. You know, yeah. um, you know, I became a Mets fan because of my grandparents, and my grandfather worked at Shea, and your grandfather worked at Shea. So, you know, why don't you talk? That's not you and Yankee hat. I don't want people at home thinking you're your no, front runner. No, 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 not no, even no. a front runner, but you know, no, no, skip teams. That's my uh, my first cousin Ryan, the Beckers out there, and Julie. Um, no. I am not with them, <laughs> other than with my family, not with the sports thing. But, um, yeah, my grandpa, as I mentioned, was an usher at Chase Stadium for over 40 years, and my earliest memories were going to games. And, um, you know, my dad, my brother, it's a family thing, and that's kind of why I love the Seven Line. It's a family atmosphere, community thing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's uh, when it's when they're doing well, it's fun. When they're doing bad, at least we have each other. My brother texting all the time about, you know, oh, God, do you see that? Do you see this? And it's uh, – it's ugly, but um, also I kind of wanted to you know get into that one of my first memories as a Mets fan. I mean, I was a f- fan since when I was born in '93, but in 2000 I was at the 2000 World Series, and I think that's a picture of it up on the screen now. That was before Game Five of the World Series uh, at Shea Stadium. I was unfortunate to see um, the Yankees clinch the World Series at Shea, and I was seven years old, and I just remember my brother the whole ninth inning, his head was just down on the on the. Uh, the, the railing there, and that was kind of like, wow, so this is what being a Mets fan is part of part <laughs> of it is. But then, you know, 2015 was so fun, so it's just the highs and lows, and it's all uh, a family thing with me and with my grandpa. It's pretty awesome everyone. to be at the World Series and to, and to remember it, you know. Yeah, I, I yeah. missed the 86 series. I was five, about to turn six, and, uh, you know, our grandfathers are the reason why they, they like, can't take tips anymore, and, like, right. they're very strict. You know, like, the, the ushers rotate all the time because, you know, everyone had their guy. They would, like, grease them with a 20 and, and move down from the upper deck to the field level. Like, everyone had that, you know, and obviously after after you know, unfortunate events of 9-11 and security went up, you know, tenfold and you can't just really get in anymore. I went to so many free games. Like, I had a thing where down the left field line, those security gates would be like halfway down after like the fourth or fifth inning and no one would watch them. So I'd miss the beginning, listen on the radio, listen on the radio and kind of duck down and watch the game for free. Like, I was there for the 10-run inning with, with Piazza That's awesome. and all that. So whatever, free baseball is great baseball. But um, – before we move on, I do want to give a shout-out to our friends at ZipChair. If you remember um, back, I don't know how long ago, but they dropped off these seats for us, and we've been using them ever since, and they're super comfortable, but they actually had a promo code up on the site, and they extended it uh, for you guys at home. I, the, the gripe on uh, from a couple of people, you know, Keith Blacknick included, he's like, I really are, I'm interested in purchasing something, but the shipping's very expensive. So ZipChair, actually, they're out here in Comac. They're our neighbors. They worked it out where you can actually pick up the chair now, and so it's free shipping. So if you're out on Long Island and you're interested in picking up a ZipChair, go to uh, ZipChair.com slash O-A-B-T, and they also have a 25% off code. It's just O-A-B-T 25. So you get 25% off anything you see here. And they're also, they picked up some of our products. So they're going to actually throw in some stuff for free. So if you spend 300 or less, you get a free pin. If you spend 300 or more, you get a free hat. And uh, all the options are there. These, this is the one we're actually using right now, the uh, Curve Task Chair with the Mets logo embroidered right on there. A lot of really cool options on zipchair.com slash O-A-B-T. And uh, check it out. 
they're super comfortable, not just trying to plug it, but I didn't even know that this was a, it was a sponsor when I first got here and was sitting in and yeah, yeah, yeah. Show it off. Show it off. Show the little logo. Can I get up? Is that? Yeah, sure. Get up. Wow. wow. Look at that. Look at that sharp looking chair. All right. So definitely go check them out. Uh, right, right around the block. Big Mets fans that work there. I was actually at a wedding. I didn't tell you this the other day. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm hanging out at the wedding on Friday night sober. So, you know, not that you have oh, to go, yeah. not that you have to go like balls to the wall when you go to a wedding. But when I'm dropping like 400 bucks to go to a wedding on the gift, I want to like make sure I'm getting my money's worth at the bar, you know, like. Hit them hard. Take an Uber. Oh wait, you couldn't eat either. Like yeah, I ate like nothing because I've been gluten. Oh. I've been gluten free, lactose free, alcohol alcohol free, caffeine free, like everything free oh. for two weeks. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm standing at the at the side of the um, dance floor and this guy goes, "You look so familiar." I was like, "I don't know, whatever." Like maybe I met you at a game or something. He goes. Are you that seven line guy? I'm like, I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh shit, I work for Zip Chair. Oh, like, that's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. So I was talking to Zip Chair guys, <laughs> talking to them today about it, and they thought that was pretty funny too. Oh, so, that's funny. Um, we did talk about you going to the Subway Series as a kid. So uh, why don't we get into a little little bit of chat about that? I'm kind of over the Subway Series to be honest. Uh, it's been happening since '97. I feel like the the appeal and the excitement has kind of lost its luster a little bit. We talked about it last year during our like pre Subway Series show as well. Um, and I'm not just saying that because the Mets are playing poorly. It's just like I don't feel like it's as exciting to watch the Subway Series anymore because it happens every year. It's not a rare occurrence. Right, and obviously we're in different leagues than the Yankees, so other than the fact that they're in the same city as us, it doesn't mean anything more than any interleague play series. It's bragging rights. Sure, yeah, and I think it's kind of a, a Daily News, New York Post kind of fun thing they have, you know, like to talk about and rile stuff up. Recently with all the, the Mets should trade uh, Syndergaard or, or DeGrom or both of them to the Yankees, and that just pissed me off. I'm still kind of uh, triggered by that whole thing. I mean, it's, it's not going to happen. I mean, I Francesa I just, likes to say yesterday, he's like, I spoke with the source, and he doesn't want to say who it is, but yeah. I spoke to someone that said that there is no roadblock between a trade between the Mets and the Yankees. And last year, if you were following along, they actually were supposedly had a trade in place for Walker. It fell through, whatever. Uh, he's a Yankee now, but right. for, for whatever reason, it, it didn't happen. But they are not getting rid of you know the one of the faces of their franchise right now. I mean, that's a, that's a term they used to use for right, but they're not trading. No. To, I don't think they're if, trading Degrom. If anything, I think you could they have see them locked up till twenty twenty. Right. If anything, I think the smart thing would be to extend them so you, for a cheaper rate and extend them. You know, longer than their whatever it is two thousand twenty. Forget exactly. This twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I think if anything, that it's not going to be a cheaper rate though. Degrom is Degrom is one of the best pitchers in baseball. No, He's not going to come cheap. No, but if you let's say you know do a five year hundred million dollar extension rather than when he becomes a free agent and he's. F- Five years, two hundred million dollars. Maybe he signs that now, takes some money. Um, but yeah, the whole the, the whole Subway Series thing. I mean, sure, it's fun for you know, I think some fans and for the media. But to me, it's another series. It's just kind of a, a hyped up thing that isn't that important to me as a Mets fan. But I will say, I do think uh, the fact that it is kind of a hyped up thing, and everyone Mets fans are obviously so low right now. If they can somehow take two games out of three and play well don't even think it's a possibility, but a sweep. <laughs> then you come Monday, and it's a whole different story. People are talking about, you know, the Mets are right back in it. So maybe it is a good time to have this big kind of hyped-up media so- story series. I don't know. As far as we're concerned, though, like the Severline Army, we're going to be out there on Saturday. Yeah. And, like, we were there last weekend, and obviously the Mets lost yeah. again. But, you know, morale is so down without the, throughout the fan base. And you, it's not, it doesn't have the same excitement and energy, and fans aren't going in there like – with their with their chests filled up, like you know, after 2015 World Series, Subway Series next year is like you know we're, we were just in the, you know it's it doesn't have its same appeal, definitely doesn't have its same excitement. And if the Mets fans in the building aren't going to be loud and like excited for their team, Yankees fans are going to drown out the Mets fans, and it's going to be a mess. It's not going to be that fun, you know. So yeah, uh, unless there's a big lead and the Mets start hitting and scoring runs, it's going to be really depressing at City Field. I think the last time we were excited about it was when we went to the fan cave. Do you remember that whole thing that we did? And like, yeah, that was fun. But you know what? What, what wasn't fun was two years ago doing four games back to back to oh, back to back no. to back. That was my Never decision. Never again. <laughs> Never again. But yeah, you know, we're not doing Subway Series anymore at Yankee Stadium. Uh, I guess they don't want our money. But we are not going to Yankee Stadium again this year. Maybe we'll plan something else to do fun, like a little hangout or whatever. We can do a remote location somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure something out. But like yeah, that. we're not going back to Yankee Stadium. But anyway, the Yankees pretty much own us. 
uh, as far as the records are concerned. I mean, not really ownage. They're 20 games above. So 66 and 46 is the all-time season series record. They've met 112 times before. And the first one was in 97. And uh, this year they're going back to the weekend, you know, in, in each in each um, uh, ballpark. So we'll see what happens. DeGrom tomorrow night. Matt's on Saturday. And Syndergaard's supposed to play on Sunday. Supposed to, I'm not yeah. too excited about that. I mean... I, if you're going to, I don't know if he's being rushed. If he's ready to come back, cool. Uh, I'm hearing Syndergaard is probably going to pitch on Sunday, is what they're saying so far, unless anything comes up in between. Cespedes probably isn't coming back, which I think is a good thing. You don't rush guys back for the Subway Series no. because you don't want to be embarrassed on national television on Sunday night. I mean, if the Mets get blown out on Sunday, no one's going to be surprised. And the, the Yankees are playing awesome. The Mets are not playing awesome, so it's kind of just expected. But uh, I talked to you a little bit when you showed up. Thanks for showing up early. We did a little prep um, prior to going live. But we talked about putting up a poll, and the results are not that shocking. I asked the fans, or we asked the fans on Orange Blue Thing. It's Orange Blue Thing on Twitter. Orange and Blue Thing is too long. Subway Series this weekend, clearly no one is expecting a sweep because you can only have three options. So the Mets will go 0-3, 1-2, Two and one. We had a little over sixteen hundred votes. I voted for one and two. I think you voted for two and one. I Beca- did <laughs> not because you think that's going to happen, because you want it to happen, right? Yeah, I think most things. I think with my heart rather than my head as a Mets fan. Okay, so, so the rest of the whatever. Mets fans, just like the rest of us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the Mets fans out there. Fifty-three percent of them said O oh, and three. So uh, the Mets fans out there, PMA people, <laughs> are not too excited. Damn. Or enthusiastic, or uh, what's the right word? Uh, confident that the Mets are going to even win one game this weekend. If that happens, that's going to be nine straight losses. So uh, shout out to you guys out there that are super, super positive. We're going to win a game. I, I guarantee I, it. I, I, <laughs> I hope. Do you Where know which one? Which day? Saturday. Tomorrow, tomorrow, DeGrom, and Saturday, of course, for you can guys. Can you please just wait? If they're, if they're only going to win one, can it be at least when we're there on Saturday? Yes, please, I can't. The other day, 14 <laughs> innings, losing, I was like, get me the hell out of here. Yeah, Saturday night, man. 1-1 uh, game. You know, come on. Like, 1-1. I was thinking about you guys. I wasn't there, and I was just like, I wonder how then many. Then give up th- six runs in the 14th. It's like, yeah, all right, I guess. Yeah. Time to go home. I was watching it was the whole thing on terrible. TV. Yeah. So not and to then com- it started raining, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it sucked. Not to shill for our stuff like right that. now, but I did get some stuff in the mail today, <laughs> and I'm excited to show it off. So uh, we have four different versions. Let me pull it up on Instagram Oh, as you're well. going gonna to show people? Why not? I put, oh. it, I put it on Twitter earlier. Oh, you did? Oh, Let me right. see if it comes up. Sorry, on, I was on, busy working. Oh, yeah, you work? I do. Today was pretty busy. We didn't even really talk about that. Uh, wait, did I put it on Twitter? Whatever. Let me let me zoom in here for a second. Uh, Mrs. Met, she deserves some more stuff. So we are making some Mrs. Met stuff. My hair looks beautiful. Um, <laughs> Your hair looks four good. different versions of Mrs. Met caps. I'm pretty sure we're the first people to make any Mrs. Met hats. Uh, shout out to New Era for whipping these up with us. That's the seven-line logo on the back. We have four different versions. Super cute. Two of uh, the... Two of the dad caps and two snapbacks. Once I have time to actually uh, take the product photos, I will get them up. We totally skipped over the Boston stuff. So yes. 1,629 tickets. We sold some to the pre-sales to the Seven Line Army season ticket members. But the rest of them went up today at noon. And by 12.03, <laughs> when the website finally caught up, they were sold out. The fastest ever sellout for the Seven Line Army tickets and uh, we did but this. But we can't even compare because we had so so many more tickets than ever. It would have sold ever. out in 30 seconds then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can you like, imagine? If you think of it, it was only 1,000. But yep. it was about a minute. I would say officially a minute sellout. Um, and it's just indicative of how dedicated and loyal this fan base is and the and the, the, the Seven-Line Army in general. People come from all over the world to come cheer with us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, obviously we want to cheer for a winning team. But... You know, when you have a good time and you go on the road and you have fun at the pregame and, and you meet some new friends, that's why you keep coming back. And that's why this works. So shout out to all the haters out there. Uh, 1,600 tickets like that, I told wow. you. And people yeah, don't listen. You we know got what some I, hate mail. Yeah, but you get emails right after like, bullshit. I, I call <laughs> bullshit. You didn't really <laughs> sell these tickets. I'm like, what am I, superimposing the fans <laughs> in the stands when it comes uh. down to the game on September 15th? Like, right. they're really going to be there, and they really sold out, dude. So I'm sorry you're angry. I get the frustration. Of not course. trying to, like, make fun of people who got angry on the email, but it's supply and demand. Like, yeah. I'm not... It is what it is. What about the guy from L.A. that booked oh his entire God. vacation Listen based on getting the tickets, and he, and he didn't get them? So this guy oh emails, and he goes... God. If you're watching this, I'm sorry, but uh, he, we're not saying mentioning any names. What, but still, he bought his plane ticket and his hotel 
for his him and his, his family. Wow. Just <laughs> assuming he was going to get the tickets. Like, you can't assume you're going to get a ticket. Like, if Billy Joel is playing at the Paramount and there's like a thousand tickets available, you can't just say, I'm going. Right. You don't like, get the car service before the tickets. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, take a car service. anyway, I'm sorry to that guy. You, you could maybe find some on the secondary market, but um, let's hit the standings because they're oh so great to look at. Uh, Mets 27 and 32 sit in fourth place. They are now closer to the Miami Marlins than they are the Washington Nationals. If you want extra fuel to Trevor's seven topics there. Uh, obviously, we got Tanaka and DeGrom tomorrow night out there at City Field. The Yankees have a great record of 40 and 18, and the Mets are sitting at 27 and 32, so it's not looking too pretty. I would like would like you guys to give us a call though. 631-388-5195 is the number to call. Call and tell us what you think about uh, Trevor, or if you want to ask us a question, <laughs> or if you want to just uh, comment something, whatever whatever you want to talk about. Seriously, give us a call and share the show right now if you're watching on Facebook. Retweet if you're watching on Periscope or Twitter. We are giving away two free gift cards tonight for the Seven Lines website. Two $20 gift cards. You can buy pretty much whatever you want. Uh, tickets to a future away game, hats, decals, shirts, whatever the case may be. Um, so something about uh, you know starting so high, you know, uh, that really... I don't know. It's tough when you start so high and then you hit the lows and you have to put things into perspective. And, you know, we just talked about the Subway Series and obviously Mickey Calloway had some some words for the media. Was that was that Monday, Tuesday? When was that? I it was think. Sunday. I think it was Sunday after the game, after the, another loss. Yeah, and, that's and right. Monday that's morning right. it came out. I'm sweating over here. It's hot in here. <laughs> we should have actually ran the AC, AC prior to this. But uh, so he had the some choice words for the media saying how how it's hard to play New York, and yeah. basically, like, take it easy on the guys. I, I know he's still a new manager. What do you feel about comments like that? Well, I think that's a big part of it. It's that experience of, of what you're thinking versus what you're saying to the media, and especially in New York. Look, uh, it's, it's pretty clear that, you know, there is, uh, you know, the, the fan base is so, are so into the Mets, and it, that's great, but what comes with that is, you know, sometimes a little bit of an added pressure. I do. I don't necessarily disagree with him on that, but you don't say that. There's no reason to ever say that publicly. And um, it was just dumb. I think it's something I'm sure he's thought about and probably Jay Horowitz talked to him about like, look, man, don't want to do that. There's no positive that can come out of that. And, you know, about the pressure of New York, Ron Darling was talking about how if there is any pressure, you got to channel that into a positive of like, look, you have to always be ready to go, more focused than any other city. So it's got to be, especially when you talk to the media, Mickey, it's always got to be a positive of New York. You never want to use it as an excuse. And look, I think he's going to learn from this. It's his first year. Everyone ripping him and destroying him. Let's get rid of Mickey. That's too much, too. Let's just, you know, he made a mistake and let's move on. And, you know, he's frustrated, as we all are. Yeah, and he also did say, you know, it's it's tough to play in New York, but he also did say something about how the Mets fans are so passionate and we expect the team to win and compete, which we do. Right. So, you know, he wasn't shitting on the fans at all, but you can't say that it's hard to play in New York. I mean, it, it's it, imagine you're a free agent and you want to hear that from your skipper. Right. It's not an excuse. It's not a crutch. You shouldn't be able to just fall back on being like, well, it's hard here. You're like, right. you know, in Kansas City, there might be like two guys at your locker. In New York, there's 20. Like, it's just the way it is. And you right. got to roll with the punches and you got to man up and sack up and, and uh, you play better baseball. So yeah. you can't just be like, it's hard. Right. Nobody wants to hear that. No. And look, I'm I don't think the players want to hear that either. It's no. like that makes them look like sissies. No. And, you don't want to be like boring Bill Belichick and say nothing, but you kind of don't want to <laughs> really, you kind of do want to do that. You don't want to be giving anything to, especially a, a rabid media that will jump on anything. You want to be kind of vanilla with your answers. And for the most part, I feel like he has done that pretty well. But like I said, he, he, he had a mess up and he's going to learn from it. Um, but yeah, like you said, I mean, uh, with free agents coming in and, you know, especially it's not like we're blowing anyone away with money we're spending on guys. So um, you got to kind of uh, be smart and think big picture about some of that stuff. And uh, hopefully that doesn't happen again. Unbelievable. Because, you know, you, you hear something like that. And as a fan, it's just like, are you kidding me? Like, especially after how they've been playing, like, you don't want them to go fully Wally Backman style. Like, you, if you've seen that uh, something for Peanuts, whatever it was, a documentary, going in, kicking stuff and getting crazy. Like, that, I don't really think that approach works either. And, you know, he brought up the point of it's tough to play here. These aren't kids. No. You know, a lot of these guys on this team have been around. Like, you still, we talked about this earlier, you know, pro, you know, before we went live, Conforto was in the World Series. He's still a young guy. You know, you still see him as the kid, Scooter, whatever you want to call him. He's not a kid. 
These guys aren't young. Right. The only new guy is Rosario, and like Nimmo wasn't Nimmo, in the, yeah. in, you know, whatever. Yeah. So the, the guys are pretty young. So I mean, those guys are pretty young. Everyone else is old. These guys right. are old. These are grown ass men. And yeah, like Frazier, he's obviously played in New York last year. Adrian Gonzalez, he's played in L.A. and Boston, two of the hottest media markets out there. Dude, so these guys are like a billion years old combined. <laughs> they're they're not babies, you know. Like yeah. everyone's old. They're all having kids. I was texting someone about this yesterday. They're like, wow, isn't it crazy? Like all the players are having kids that are in like the same month. I'm like, well, that kind of happens. You're all right. getting old, you know. Right. They're not like. You know, they're not all kids. So, uh, you know, the Mets were getting busy all around the same time. You know, I think um, Bruce, Blevins, and Wright had it, all had kids within, like, two days apart of each yeah. other. Darno just had his baby, right? Uh, his, his, daughter, his, his wife is uh, pregnant. Okay. So they just oh, right, announced, announced and Frazier's wife's pregnant. Right. So everyone's popping out those little Mets babies. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, they're not kids. They've been around the block. A lot of, lot of uh, veterans in that clubhouse. So I think saying stuff like that, it could have just been a slip-up. Hopefully it doesn't happen again. But... Um, you know, it, it's it's just unfortunate to hear. But uh, hold on one second. Let me give you your little thing here so we can take a call and they'll actually be able to hear you, Mr. Trevor. Just put that down on your desk. Thank you. Hey. All right. So we got Dakota and Yonkers. What's up, Dakota? Hello. Can you hear me? I'm sorry. Yes, we can. What's up, Dakota? What's up? How you doing? I just wanted to call in, you know, to comment on a new host today, okay. Trevor. Okay. Uh, I, I know Trevor personally. He's a good guy. You know, he he, he knows a lot about the Mets. He's 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 he deserves a, a spot at that table. You know. Well, well, we're Thanks, giving Cody. Him, we're giving him a crack right now. Is it Cody or Dakota? I call him Cody. <laughs> Dakota. How do you guys? Yeah, yeah. it's Cody. You can call whatever you want. I just want to say, let's go Mets. Uh, let's go, Trevor. Keep doing what you're doing. You know. You know. We still believe in the season. You know. You know what I'm saying, but. You know, whatever happens, just happens. All right, listen, while I have you on the line, uh, did Trevor pay you to make this phone call? <laughs> well, he's going to pay me when I see him. <laughs> and the next question is, uh, if you're a Mets fan, what do you think they're going to do this weekend? Uh, do they win at least even one game? Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. I mean, I, I, you, wish, you wish for it, you hope for it, but uh, the Yankees is hot, so nah, I don't see it. All right, man, thanks for calling in. Thank you, guys. Later. Thanks, Cody. Uh, great guy. Um, Big football player from uh, Westchester um, back in the day um, and uh, all-around good dude. So thanks for calling in. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. I mean, you know, the more if people want to call and just sing your praises, I'm cool with that. It's almost like a reference. I know? love it, personally. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so share the show if you want to be in the running for the free gift card towards the end of the program. Share on Facebook, retweet on uh, Twitter or uh, Periscope, wherever you're watching. And also, if you're listening afterwards uh, as a replay, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, you know, all that good stuff. Stitcher, uh, maybe re rate, subscribe. Uh, leave a comment, rating, whatever it is. It helps us move up the, up the charts there. If you search Mets and we come up on the top, uh, that's always a good thing. So thank you guys for that. Uh, yeah, give us a call if you want to talk. 631-388-5195. And uh, we are going to... I skipped something over here. and it's, Actually, I should have got to this a little bit earlier. I actually talked about the Paramount for Billy Joel, and that wasn't even supposed to be a segue. But... Um, you're just so good. That's how you do it. Oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> you know, I'm getting a little better at this, you know, we, a year and a half now. But uh, our buddy Jim Brewer, who is a member of the Seven Line Army for a few years now, he joined us on the road in Baltimore. He came down to D.C. with us. He's, uh, where else did he go? St. Louis, San Diego. He joins us on the road a lot. And he's been doing a residency at the Paramount. I released this yesterday, but there was a little bit of a hiccup on the Paramount's website getting the link up. But uh, it's all good now. So on August 18th at 8 o'clock at night, Brewer set aside almost 300 tickets for our crew. So if you're watching this now and you want to get a discounted ticket, it comes with uh, special drink specials just for our, our crew, a meet and greet with Jim after the show, and it's just 37 bucks to get in while supplies last. I know there's three different price options. I think it's like 37 42 and 45 or something like that. But if you go to our site, uh, thesevenline.com, click on the blog, and there is a link to purchase. You click that. The password is actually seven, just S-E-V-E-N, all capitals. I don't know if it's going to load here right now, but all capitals. And uh, there it is. That's awesome. Come on out. And uh, if you want to come, I'll, I'll, I'll try to get you a ticket. Yeah. Mr. Gill. And uh, it should be a fun time. You know, what we try to do also is, like, you know, we turn an event into it. Just the same we do with our outing. Right. So, like, we'll go watch Jim, hang out, grab a beer afterwards. You know, Huntington's really fun. I don't know if you've been to Huntington yet. Um, lot to do out there, so it should be a fun night. August 18th at the Paramount. Go to thesevline.com right now. Click the blog, read all about it, and pick up tickets if you want to come roll with us. Uh, we got Brew in Brooklyn. What's up, Brew? 
Hey, first time caller, long time listener. Love the show. Thanks for picking up the phone. You don't have to lie. You could say, like, 10th time caller. <laughs> I don't even keep counting more. But anyway, I wanted to shout out this boy Trevor here. Never met the guy, but he seems like a cool, cool dude. Uh, fun. I like his segments. He looks great. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing uh, who else comes on. But he's setting the bar pretty high. Listen, dude, he's 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 taken. You're saying he looks great. I don't know if you're looking for a date here, but uh... no, I'm not looking for a date. I'm just looking for a good host in that chair. <laughs> All right, dude. Thanks for your thanks for your input. Thanks, Brew. I appreciate right. that. All love. Y'all see Listen, what up? That shirt, that grind shirt. I'm happy. I'm happy it's out there, man. I can't wait to put it on on Saturday. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to laugh at myself for that one, too. I'm going to hang up and tell you why. So, obviously, Mr. Frazier starts this grinder thing. You know, and I want to get on him in a second, but he brings up this grinder thing, and the fans start doing it. You know, the players start doing it, which is great. Anything that brings excitement to the clubhouse. Last year, when they started giving out that crown, Lizzie actually hated it. I liked it. Uh, they gave out the crown after wins, and I was talking about it on the show, saying, you know, if things go poorly here, are they going to keep up this crown nonsense for the whole year? And they mm-hmm. did. They, they, they held true yeah. up until last game of the season. They were still rocking the crown, so they, they held with it. So if things continue the way that they have been from now until end of the year, they play shitty, they win 60 games, are they going to keep doing this after big hits? I mean... Look, it's fun. It's silly. I think any, you know, I'm not. I don't think anyone, including them, takes it too seriously. So yeah, why not? But the whole idea of it is like grind it out, you right. know. And if you're like, you know, thirty games well, out, got to grind out a hundred sixty-two game season, even if you're in uh, third place or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I'm wearing it now. I like the shirt, and you know, I, I just feel like this is just like a, a positive shirt to wear in like your everyday life, yeah, like fun. always on the grind, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to mean with the Mets, even though it is Mets inspired, but. Um, you know, it's kind of just bad timing. Like, shit like this happens, and then obviously they, they, they've been tanking lately. But, you know, our approval process isn't obviously as quick as Mr. Frazier's. So right, when right. we designed our shirt, it came back a little bit delayed. But uh, I'm happy with the design, and I know a lot of people that – and no, he was making a joke there. I don't think he's going to really wear it on Saturday. But Brew was psyched when when we hit all – oh, you weren't there. I wasn't there. Day. I was home that day from the outing, and I, I made a comment like I didn't really want to release the shirt until, you know, the Mets turned the page and started playing better. So I missed the outing on that Tuesday night, and I wrote, if the Mets score 12 runs tonight... Which you thought was impossible. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> you know, five. they scored five at the time. Like, if the Mets score 12, I'll release the, the, the grind shirt tonight, and they won. So they scored 12. When they hit, when they scored the 11th, Brew looks at me, and he goes, Lizzie! <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all the way on the other side of the section, so he's like, done. And I'm like, oh my god. That's awesome. Are we, do, are we really going to release these shirts? And then they, they got the hey. 12, and... Here they are. They yeah, so whatever. Timing is, is uh, not the best on some stuff. But speaking of releasing things, uh, it did come out yesterday. Mike Puma actually released it, or not re- released it, tweeted it. Mets officials have discussed releasing Jose Reyes, but are conflicted giving Reyes' roots in the organization. Mets want Reyes receipt to receive a proper send-off. And, you know, Matt Cerrone actually wrote something yesterday. I think it was yesterday. He wrote... Why do they care about a proper send-off now? They basically let them walk for nothing, yada, yada. So why is it so important now? And I think it's more important now because this is probably it. Like, once yeah. he's off this team, he's probably done. I don't know if any other team is going to try to pick him up. So if they DFM, he's probably just done. Yeah. So I guess they don't want to be the ones to do that to him. Uh, you know, Jose clearly loves New York. He loves playing here. You know, his family still lives here. He kept his family in New York the whole time where, whenever he was in Colorado and up in Canada. So, um, you know, I... Who wrote this? Nick Nick Gimani wrote something today about the reasons why they probably should DFM. You know, he's hitting 141. His batting, his on base percentage is just 208 and negative 1.0 WAR. So it's he's you know on the tail end of his his career. And I actually put a note in here because I posted this for him and I wrote, "However this ends for Jose, I'm going to miss him." His play spoke for his playing spoke for itself, but he was also one of the first guys I ever really gravitated to as far as a personality goes. I, I loved the way he was in 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 the, in the dugout, his excitement, his handshakes, sure, yeah. all that stuff, and um, he was one of the most exciting guys I've ever watched play. And it's just sad to see the decline of a guy who was one of your favorite players. So it is the end of the rope for him, and you know, unfortunately, that's just the way careers happen. And sometimes guys don't want to hang it, hang up the towel; they kind of have to be forced out the door. And it, it is a double edged sword because. But they're not doing that for right. You know what I mean? They're giving Wright the chance to make his way back. So why are they so easy to get 
Ray is out of here. It's because Ray's Ray's is holding up a roster spot right now. Right. He's on the bench, and if they're not going to use him, besides a pinch hitting situation or, or pinch running, which they no, I'm do. sorry, pinch yeah, running, yeah, yeah. pinch hitting. <laughs> you know, God, I mean, you no. know the innings over, but uh, a pinch running situation, <laughs> which they didn't do the other night because you know then, then he would have had to play the outfield or whatever whatever the situation was. Uh, it's the end of the rope for Jose, and it's unfortunate to see, but. I don't think that when it comes to business, uh, especially a business of entertainment with, you know, he's a baseball player and yeah. they got to win baseball games. If he's not helping them win baseball games, they got to make their mind up and do something. And I don't know what that something is. But yeah, I mean, for me as 25 years old, I kind of my first big Mets like era was David Wright, Jose Reyes. And, um, you know, so I, I get the love for Reyes. He's like I was, you know, a young kid when I when he was coming up and everything. But. I mean, they already kind of, to me, bringing him back, which they, you know, when they brought him back um, amidst all the controversy and every, you know, all the bad stuff that happened, they brought him back. That was, to me, kind of like the farewell tour. And the tour is over. I'm sorry. I mean, it's time. And, you know, they could do a little video tribute, say goodbye, do a nice thing. But like you said, it's about that's also that's almost making him say he's going to retire. Well, so and maybe wait till he. DFA him, wait till he retires, and then do the video next year I don't or know. whatever. You got, I mean, come on. It's time. I love Jose. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> it's, it's a tough situation. And, you know, like uh, G Money wrote in the blog here, if it was the end of the season, it would be a lot easier. Yeah. If the Mets were about to make the playoffs or if it was just the end of the season, they could do this in September. But now to have him ride the pine from now until September and not really contribute to the team isn't fair to the team. No. And, you know, as, as a guy, I don't think he really wants to do that either. You know, just to know you're like wasting away on the bench. Yeah. So I don't know what the right process, uh, what the right process or or uh, situation is going to be to help make this transition. But he's got to also be ready to retire, and if yeah. he's not, he's not. So. Well, business is business, like you said, and I'm sorry, I love the guy, but you got to win games. Somebody wrote in the comments that they should just uh, Andy Siegel actually said that they should do a Reyes bobblehead and then send him off. Oh yeah, that's a nice. And one. then Rally Man said that they should just hire him as the bench coast uh, cheerleader. Okay, I like that. We'll we'll see about that. <laughs> All right, we got Ben from Lawrence. What's up, Ben? Hey guys, how you doing? All right. I uh, just basically wanted to see what your guys' thoughts on uh, the Mets are basically turning it around. Obviously, it looks bleak right now. Haven't won a series since we swept the Diamondbacks back in May. We've been swept four times already this season. Like, what, where does the change need to start? Like, Mickey Cowley making already just excuses. Like, is the dugout lost or what's going on? Well, I, I think, and you see him right here on my shirt, Yoenis Cespedes is a huge part of the, the whole energy of the team and Syndergaard, arguably, obviously DeGrom too and others, but two of the biggest people that aren't playing right now. So that, it starts with them coming back. Hopefully – it's not a trade, but it's like players coming back, new energy coming in. And then you hope you just got to take it one game at a time and hope you win a series, then you win another one, and all of a sudden you get to 500 and hang around 500, maybe make a trade. And just it, it, it is kind of the, the salt and pepper grind it out thing, I think, right now. And like I said, I think it starts with those guys coming back, and hopefully they have you know, a big impact because the runs, the hitting has been just terrible. We need yo. What do you think, Ben? What do you think the answer is? I mean, I think definitely Cespedes has a little bit to do with it. It just it, it seems like the guys are trying to grind it out, and the energy is not there like we saw in 2015, where the dugout's always smiling, they're all all goofing around. I, I just I don't know if it has a change in the clubhouse or anything, but I, I think this got this team needs a little bit more like pep in their step, and it just seems like there's no like push to them at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in total agreement, and thanks for your call. So it's you know things are bad when even Nimmo isn't smiling. They were, they actually got a picture of him. You know, someone did a screenshot where he was actually in a dugout yesterday, like frowning for a change. But uh, Mr. Smile, he was not too happy. And you know, we you actually printed this out. It's pretty crazy that over the last seven games, I think you did this by at, bat, at bats, but that's why it's ranked the way it is on our sheet here. But uh, the guy with the best batting average over the last seven days is Wheeler. He's only had three at bat, four at bats, but he's hitting 250. And the actual everyday player, the best batting average on the team over the last seven days is Nimmo, which is he's only hitting 208. So everyone's in the ones. It's this is not good. And you know, like you said, getting guys back doesn't you know it's not a trade, obviously, but getting fresh guys, you know, Swarzak, 
Hasn't right. even played yet, you know. Um, played in the one, uh, right, right, yeah, right. Two days ago, or yeah. I'm yeah. sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. So Swarzak, you know, guys are coming back, and you know that's how you do get a little bit of fresh life, fresh energy, and you know they need anything right now to help get a little spark. And I don't know where it's going to come from, but it better happen quick because yeah. you know uh, I don't know if we just said it in the show or we talked about it prior. Since May 1st, they are one of the worst teams in baseball. May, might be the worst team in baseball as far yeah. as records are concerned. And just playing the Orioles, one of the other Disgusting. worst teams and lost two. I mean, um, I, I yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like we're beating our brains in here about how, just how much they suck over the past hour. Yeah. But the one thing I will say is you got to stay around five, six games under or at 500. If you go to like 10 games under 500, that's when it gets really tough to come back. So I think that's got to be the mindset is just to like hang around that where you're still in it and maybe can get hot, but that's really what we're looking at right now. So speaking of some guys who are coming back, did you see this from P.J. Conlon yesterday? No, the, I saw he's uh, coming back. The after. Irish-born pitcher, he, uh, he posted something a few days ago, and uh, he wrote a huge thank you to the, to the Mets organization, basically like, thank you for giving me a shot, whatever. So then he just basically crossed it all out and crossed out uh, Dodgers and just saying, like, you know, a welcome back post. That's hilarious. He got a lot of traction over there. <laughs> On, on the interwebs. Really uh, we do have another call here. Let's get to the line. We got Lewis from the gym, calling from the gym. What's up, Lewis? Hi, how's it going, man? How's it going, guys? Everything good? Good, good. Don't hurt yourself out there. What are you benching these days? Uh, man, a little, little like 400 today, but I just, just left. It's one of my boys again. Oh, really? Yeah, another yeah. another boy. <laughs> yeah. Does he really bench 400? He has been I do, I do. jacked up recently. Yeah, nice. he's huge. Yeah. Nice, nice. Check the Instagram. <laughs> I will, I will. I actually want to see this. All right, so. Uh, get, getting a Snickers now because I, I, I try to feel myself. But, uh, nah, just kidding. But, anyway, what I was going to ask was, um, you know, the, 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 the Mets season has been a little up and down right now. And, you know, I'm calling as a Yankee fan. So I'm calling from the other side of the, uh, of the town right now. What would it take? For the Yankees to land, uh, you know, a Cinder guard or a Degrom, Stanton, Torres, right. and the whole roster, everyone, <laughs> that's not yeah. happening. No, no, it's not going to happen. But you know, there, Kleber, Kleber, Torres, yeah. whatever. I think if he was on the table and and like three more prospects, maybe. Uh, but I don't. I really don't see it happening. You know, it's it's one of those things where like you could fish it back and forth and get the clickbait with like the New York Post articles and try to sell papers putting the Grom on the cover of the paper in a Yankees uniform. But I really just don't see it happening, especially because the Mets have the control over the next few years. Yeah, and even if they did want to trade him, it just doesn't make sense with the whole backstorm it would cause. I mean, there's tons of teams out there who would love to get those guys, of course. So I don't think it's going to happen at all. And thanks, Lewis, for the call from the gym. Um, <laughs> good luck with the uh, the cool down there. But um, yeah, I just don't, I don't, uh, don't see it happening. And again, if it was, it wouldn't be for the Yankees. Benching for really four hundred? I don't know if it's four hundred. Do but, you work uh, out? No, <laughs> not me either. I haven't worked out in years. I used to actually go to gym almost every day. I have a membership at, uh, uh, yeah, but I. Uh, You're one of the. I've like, been going. You know, <laughs> gyms love guys like you. Yeah. Because, like, they're making their money. You don't go. Like, you forget to freeze your account. Yeah, yeah. And they're still getting paid their 80 bucks a month, whatever it is. two weeks ago for the first time in about three months. No way, really. Did a little running, and then I haven't gotten since. How about that? All right. Maybe we can make some funny videos of you, like, running around. Yeah, come back. Do something. (laughs) Uh, I am going to show some of your skits off uh, once we turn this thing off, because we can't do it on Facebook. But um, let's talk about another guy the Mets actually brought into the fold this week. The draft was Monday. Do you have any thoughts on the new guy, or are you kind of – you know what it is? Well, how many thoughts can you possibly have besides just reading what other people write? Right. No one knows what's going to happen with the guys that get drafted, but the sixth overall pick was Jared – are we saying it right? Is it Kelnick? I think it's Kelnick. Kelnick. Yeah, yeah. So you, uh, don't really, you don't really pronounce the second E, but Kelnick. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I'm not a – I can't admit to being a big high school uh, <laughs> baseball follower, but – uh, sixth overall from Wisconsin. They kind of were comparing him to Nimmo. He's just an all-around like baseball junkie. The work ethic. Um, you can read about him more on the Seven Line blog. But um, yeah, I mean it's exciting. He's in high school, so it's going to be a while. But it would be awesome one day if you had Conforto, Nimmo, and Kelnick, three first-round picks as our outfield. So maybe, that would be cool. Maybe like five years down the road. So what we actually did for the blog on this one. Uh, my buddy Joe DeMeo, shout out to at PSL to Flushing. He's uh, he's heavily involved in just like the the whole minor league system of baseball, and he's fascinated by it. He actually tweeted something on Monday morning, I think it was, that the three days of the draft is basically like his Christmas. He gets very excited about yeah. it. So I was like, dude, you know what? Uh, I don't know shit about this. So why don't you write a blog post for us tonight if you're down, uh, guest, guest spot. So he actually wrote something here. And what he actually pointed out in the article here, um, besides being you know the number 10 prospect in the pipeline and all that stuff, 
he throws 96 from the outfield. He's That's clocked insane. at 96 from the outfield. The kid's strong. And, um, Is he 18, 19 or something? Yeah, he's got to be. Yeah. And um, It's you weird know. for me, like – Usually, all these guys were older than me. Now, this guy's six years younger than Dude, me. Dude, I'm almost 40. <laughs> know, so, like, it's funny when, like... It's just he, happening for me, like... It crazy. happens quick, dude. It <laughs> happens really quick. And, you know, like, if we start sitting next to each other, I'm going to start picking your brain about what it's like to be a 25-year-old in 2018. Because, I, <laughs> you know, when I was 25, I was, like, delivering pizzas. Like, you have, like, a real job. Like, this, isn't, <laughs> this is just, like, a side gig, you know, if, if you end up landing it. But, you know, you have a real job. In 25, I was, like, bartending. I was doing basically, like the bare minimum and having as much fun as I possibly can. I didn't go to college. I didn't go to way to, way to school, so I didn't have these same experiences that you probably had up in Syracuse. But uh, I definitely lived a little when I was 25. But, yeah. Like oh, it's yeah, you went to Syracuse. I forgot. Yep. Yeah, so he's Syracuse. cold up there, right? Oh, yeah. Snowiest, I don't know, it was two years ago, it was ranked the snowiest city in America, which... Not snowier than Buffalo, though. It was two years ago. In really? Some, some, uh, I forget where it was, so... Should should have that source for you next week. I'm sure you have I'm some back, good stories that we probably can't. I went to Syracuse once. I was dating a guy that was in grad school there, and I came home with a brand new North Face jacket because I was frozen. Yeah, I went to Syracuse and I came home with a half sleeve tattoo. <laughs> like, <laughs> so that, that's a true story. I lived in Binghamton for a little bit. Okay, uh, give us a call. 631-388-5195 is the number to call. The next person to get through will play America's Favorite Game Show, which is something that we like to call What's in the Box. You get to pick one, two, three, or four. It's presented by our friends at Clear. If you don't have Clear, you might want to sign up for it before this weekend. Obviously, big crowds headed to the ballpark for the Subway Series. And uh, there's no faster way to get into the ballpark than having Clear. So definitely check that out. Uh, another thing that I want to remind you guys about, our friends at McKellar have extended their drink special for the Seven Line Army. And you can get the special just by wearing our stuff to the brewery. So the brewery is actually located. Have you been there yet? I have not, you but should, I really want right I know, I know. I, I wanted to actually go before the Garden Gnome Day, the Cespedes Day, and I thought I wasn't, if I went to went there, I wasn't going to get the gnomes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. And I bailed, but. Well, uh, you should. It's open every day. Yeah, it's yeah, not I even know, game I days. Like, I got to go. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's like two seconds from Astoria. Um, so anyway, go to McKellar. Wear your T7L stuff. All you got to do is show the logo on your shirt, your hat, your jersey, whatever you happen to be wearing. Uh, Brew, actually, had, who called before, he has a T7L tattoo. Wow. And they accepted that. That's like, why not? I yeah. mean, like, you know, it's, you're there for a reason, you know? Yeah. So if you show the Beer Hawkers or the sidebar, you know, the mobile draft station, your logo, you get the beers for five bucks. And I think they're like seven or eight bucks if you don't have uh, the hookup. So that's an everyday special, every game day special, and it's going to be happening every day for the rest of the month. Also, just to let you guys in on the info, if you haven't seen it yet, we are tailgating this weekend, and our boy Anthony Cass is back on the grill. Anthony Cass, uh, he puts out an insane spread. If you look at the website, this guy's menu. Is that real? This is real. <laughs> lobster, lobster macaroni and cheese, vodka-infused fruit salad, homemade macaroni salad, tor- tortellini, sauce and peppers, pierogi, kielbasa, cheddars, burgers, dogs, ribs. This dude has got, like, crab, baked clams, crab meat stuffed mushrooms. The guy's got, like, an insane spread, and he only asked for a $10 donation if you want to hook him up on Venmo. So go to thesubline.com, click the blog, and you will be in the running. Not in the running. You will be, I'm, I'm thinking of our next segment, you will be um, eating, a, eating lot. <laughs> a lot of food for just 10 bucks, and that's absolutely generous and insane that uh, Cast does that. So we are going to get to America's favorite game show. It's called What's in the Box. Hold on, hold on one second. All right, everyone. It's time for everyone's favorite game show. It's called What's in the Box, and it's brought to you by Clear. Beating the lines at both the airport and the ballpark has never been easier with Clear, who is now partnered with nine MLB teams, including our Mets. With this weekend's giveaway, you're going to want to breeze through security, and there's no faster way to do it than to sign up for the new Clear Ballpark membership, plus make tra- air travel frictionless and hassle-free by using promo code 7LINEARMY and receive three months of your airport membership for free. Sign up today with the promo code 7, as in the number 7LINEARMY at clearme.com. Yeah. Yeah, good job, buddy. All right, so we got Lauren on the line from uh, Crown Point, Indiana. Is that right? Yeah. So let's see, let's hear it. One, two, three, or four. What do you want? Uh, four. All right. Lucky number four. All right. So why are you a Mets fan living in Indiana? How'd that happen? Uh, my boyfriend lives in New York, and he got me into baseball. All right, there you so go. I've been cheering on the Mets. <laughs> 
All right, hold on a second. Gil- Thank you, Lizzie, for, Gil- the, for the tip there. <laughs> Guillotine's going to open the box. Thought I needed a box. Anyone ever call you Guillotine? No. Oh, there you go. Never Guillotine. heard that one. Really? <laughs> not, I mean, not for my name. All right, there you go. All right, here we go. All right, Lauren, you got... Oh, that's awesome. Oh! That is awesome. That is a... Gi- that's not a giveaway. Maybe it was a giveaway. We got that from the Brooklyn Cyclones. Hey, that's pretty cool. That's it's really cool. It's from... What does it say on the sleeve there? It is from... The All-Star Game? Yep, the New York Penn League. No, just the New York Penn League. That's awesome. All right, so uh, does Lizzie have your address? Uh, yeah, I was going to send it to her. All right, Lauren, thanks for watching. You're going to get this jersey from the Cyclones Sweet. for free. Thanks for watching. Awesome. Thank you so much. Congrats. No problem. I don't know what was going on before that. Lizzie was trying to like get my attention or something. She calls, she's calling from Indiana, and I got so excited. People call from uh, <laughs> England. And it's a girl. Come on. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. happen often. Shout out to Stephanie from Jersey, Times River. She calls pretty often. All right, so we are going to get to our share contest. Before that, I want to hear what you guys think of Trevor in the comments. So maybe leave a little note, give him a grading. You know, you, you know, be be honest. Be nice. Be nice. <laughs> uh, and then we are going to do the share contest. Retweet if you're watching on Twitter or Periscope. Share if you're watching on Facebook. And as always, thank you for everything. Uh, as far as you know, the Seven Line's concerned, we can't do any of this stuff without you. Especially the Seven Line Army for continuing to come to the outings and telling their friends and having a great time. And you know, there's there's a reason why. Uh, the tickets still out in a second, and it's not because of the team. It's because of you guys, and I can't thank you guys enough. So also, if you're listening afterwards, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, all that, appreciate your listens. New episodes go up every Friday morning thanks to our boy Keith. Oh, you know what? Speaking of Keith, I did this to myself because I totally meant to give him a shout-out because this has not been getting enough attention. I was almost done with the show, and now I'm not. So, <laughs> Keith, I'm sorry. I actually had this written in my mental note. I did not write it down. Keith and uh, Dan Twohig, I think I'm saying right, Twohig, Twohog, Twohig, I think it's Twohig, uh, are putting together this benefit for Ed Cranepool, who is going through a tough time uh, with kidney failure. And they put together a benefit at Catch Astoria this Sunday, the 10th, at uh, Catch in Astoria. It's right near it's your literally house. Literally around the corner from you. You should go pop yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It's only $25 to get in, and every single dime goes back to Ed Cranepool uh, to help. Uh, what does it say? Help aid in his battle with diabetes-related kidney problems. And you also get an 8x10 photograph with that, an autograph, and access to a Q&A session. So if you want to you have a question for Ed, you want to just meet the man, get a photo with him, get his autograph, it's only 25 bucks. Tickets are going to be sold at the door and cash only at the door. Please tell your friends. And if you want anything else signed, it is an additional $20. So shout out to Keith. Awesome, awesome stuff that you guys are doing for Ed. And... Um, I hope it's a wild success for you guys. So let's get to the share contest. Share right now and retweet right now if you're on Twitter. And the winners will get a free gift card to the Seven Lines website. While we're scrolling through, Gil, how did you think you did? Um, I mean, unbelievable. No, I mean, look, I've had... I, I, do you I, like this? Is this it, is do you awesome. like it? So Not everyone fun. likes it. It's, no, you I know. mean, look, I this is... All I'm thinking about is the Mets pretty much. When I'm not at work, even sometimes when I'm at work, I'm thinking about the Mets. So talking about it with you and drinking beers and just hanging out, it's, it's been a blast. And I hope to do it again. So, well, I had fun. And yeah. you know what? Um, you know, I think that uh, you have a lot to bring to the table. You're a writer. You do skits. You rap. Like, there's more than just this. And, you know, talking about, about the Mets is fun. But there's not always a whole bunch to talk about. But there are ways to make funny videos. And yeah. I know that you could do that. So we're going to work on some stuff regardless. But right now, I don't know if Lizzie's scrolling through. If you're on Facebook, give me a second because I all just. All right, so why don't you refreshed. tell me when to stop? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jared Andrews at your uncle underscore Jerry. You are the winner. Your DMs are not open. I, I have an know. uncle Jerry, but he's 94. My great uncle. I don't think it's him. Is he on Twitter? <laughs> no, no, no. Shout all right, so uh, uncle the uncle Jerry wins. <laughs> And uh, Lizzie's going to actually scroll through right now on Facebook, and that person will win as well. Let me know when you're ready. You always have problems with that computer. Are you having problems? Of course I am. Are you serious? <laughs> of course. Should I do it on my end? No. Um, I, I have it up here, but then it took a minute to load, but we're good now. Um, tell me when to stop. Stop. And Oh, God. Uh, Andy Gardecki. That's not a hard name to say. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be like Snuffleupagus or something. You know, like you can't say this name. All right, so um, are you going to any games this weekend? Uh, I'm not, unfortunately. I got a, a lot of graduation parties the last few weeks, but um, I'll be watching. You're going to Boston? Yes. You yes. want to give a shout-out to your girl? 
Yeah, so my girlfriend, Katie, if you're watching, how you doing? She Love better you. be watching. Yeah, she's watching. She's watching. Um, <laughs> she kind of grew up. Is she going to be mad that I made you tell her? No, she'll love it. That I made you give her a shout out? Mm-hmm. That you didn't think of it on your own? She'll like the shout out regardless. But okay. um, she uh, she kind of grew up as Don't a Red Don't throw them on the bus, You guys Aaron. live together? Yeah, we live together. Look at that. How long? Uh, just about like three months, four months. You get any pressure yet for, you know? No, no, no. Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> Relax, Darren. He's only Whoa. 25. I'm trying to get to know the guy, you know? Like, lordy, yeah. lordy. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, so she kind of grew up as a, uh, a Red Sox fan, then moved. Uh, that was, she didn't live in Boston, but then she uh, kind of grew up in Washington, so she also has her family as a bit of Nationals fan. She's not. But so I've been the last two years, uh, two and a half years since I've been dating her, kind of making her become a Mets fan, and she has. She's got a lot of gear now and stuff, and She's coming to the first seven-line outing in Boston, rooting for the Mets, not the Red Sox, and I'm really excited for that. It's going to be a lot I'm of fun. I'm just busting your chops, man. You know, <laughs> two and a half years, is, you're still young. I, I was with Kelly for, like, over ten before we uh, pulled the trigger. So, yeah, but come on. <laughs> you know what's funny, like, about the Boston trip? You know, if the Mets are playing the way they are and the Red Sox are awesome, I definitely am going to bring a sign that like, we both hate the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, we're going to be we're going to have a fun time. And since there. they've won now, I think the whole uh, Buckner thing, you know, that's done. So they've had their success. I'm sure there'll be some trolling. I've yeah, seen yeah. some Mets fans that have like 86 Buckner on the back of yeah, their chest. Yeah, sure, but like they, I don't think they have hate for us. And look, that's the, such a great stadium. I'm, I'm pumped. I've been there before, but it's been a long time. So it's going to be an awesome outing. It is going to be. So, dude, thank you so much. I thank appreciate you. you coming out here. Uh, special program note, the show will be next Wednesday, not next Thursday. I am going to Phoenix next weekend for our big outing. We have 1,200 tickets to the game on Saturday and our, our flight, Kelly and I's flights on Thursday. So special show next Wednesday night, 6 p.m. I don't know if Gil's going to be here, but I'll be here. Lizzie will be here. Oh, Lizzie will not be here. Oh, Lizzie won't be here. (laughs) So maybe I'll just sit here by myself. I'll be in Utah. Drink for an hour, but I don't know. We'll talk about it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks to Gil. Thanks to Lizzie. Thanks, thanks to Gil. all the calls. Thank you. Thanks to all Gil's Trevor friends Gil. that called. And uh, you know what I was gonna do? I was gonna have a um, a cane, and like he oh, sucked, uh, like yeah. eh, like <laughs> like put it around his neck. All right, guys. See you next week. Thanks for everything. Let's go Mets. Please don't get swept at City Field this weekend. And uh, let's go Mets. PMA. Let's stay in the positive. See oh, you guys. please. Or get back to it. All right, guys. Later. Yeah.